Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast, the Battle Rap Podcast of New York and the Battle Rap Podcast of the world, Craig. As always, if you got any questions or inquiries, email the show at letstalkbattlerap at gmail.com. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at LTBR Podcast. Follow me at Program V on Instagram and Twitter. Log on to Let's Talk Battle Rap.com. Also, if you want to be a degenerate, sign up for our Patreon. Yes, the Patreon is live. Now, I'm going to pass the microphone over to the conductor, the instructor, the liberator, the pontificator. There's no one greater. My main, my main, my main, my main man. Big friends. Frenchie, how you doing, player? Thank you for the lavish introduction. Oh, no problem, player. It's good to see you again, man. Yo, man. One thing about it's doing lavish. LT- one thing. One thing about doing LTBR podcast. We do this for the people. Them, the, the people. people them. Them. Yeah, boy. And, and without the people, them, you know, you you don't have that boost of motivation. That somebody, you, there's somebody that you want to deliver this content for. Right. Shout out to all of our listeners and supporters. All the degenerates out there. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to our degenerates. Word. Because they, they drive us crazy, too. <laughs> they like, yo, what you think of this? What you, what think, you think of, of that? that? I'm like, oh, man, I'm just trying to go shopping at Trader Joe's, me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think right now? Yo, the peanut butter cuffs from Trader Joe's. Oh, the greatest, man. Those are my desserts, B. You know, I'm trying to cut back. I'm trying to get a little leaner and healthier and all that. Right. So, you know, every time I go, I get myself one pack of them peanut butter cups, man. I just use one a day. That's one. some real discipline. Oh, I savor that joint, kid. After dinner, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the world can see that facial reaction. Just Yo, made. man, I just let that joint melt. Pause, B, but it, it's amazing, man. It's amazing. Trader Joe's is the bomb. Yo, let me tell you something. So, you know Dylan, our degenerate brother. I did a food haul on Instagram, right? I'm like, yeah. oh, I bought this, I bought that, I bought this, I bought that. It came out to $113, right? So then Dylan goes, oh, you got money, money, right? And it was driving me crazy. Like, for some reason, it got in my brain. I'm like... I'm not a showy off kind of guy. Like 113 bucks. Like I'm like I'm not flossing with the groceries, but for some reason it made me feel weird, right? Till my wife goes, "You big dummy! It's two people eating all this stuff, right?" So then I go, "Wait a minute! If I was only shopping for me, this would only be like fifty something bucks, like fifty six dollars or fifty cents. I'd be spending a week." No. Well, I know. This is how I hear it in my head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I call myself a dummy. You know what I mean? You got your wife in the background producing. Word, word. So in my head, I'm like, you big dummy. Like, I'm like, yo. Just to clarify, she did not call you a dummy. No, neither did she slap me in the back of the head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm like, you think about it, right? On a day-to-day basis. Right. A person could go out there, get their bacon, egg, and cheese their orange juice in the morning and some other kind of like sweet or something like that to go along with it. That's the breakfast, right? Yeah. How much is that roughly? I hear it. Yeah. Breakfast, you spend a minimum like six bucks. Six bucks, right? 
Then you got lunchtime, right. which you probably didn't prepare for yourself, right? Right. What's the typical lunch people getting? $10 minimum. Exactly, right? So now we're up to $16. Now it's nighttime. You thought you were going to make yourself something to eat. You thought you were going to be able to put something together. And guess what? You don't. And now it's 9 p.m. and you're mad hungry. Are you going to take a walk a few blocks to the place where you can get something cheap from? No. You're probably going to order in. What's that going to run you? Oh, that's minimum 20. Exactly. So what's that, $36 in one day? Yep. How do you people do this? I'm reformed, brother. I am now militant, brother. It's to the point where it's $113 weekly on the dot. And I'm switching up things that I'm getting every week. Make your facts went to Funkflex. Talk about credit scores. I think you need to go to Funkflex. Talk about grocery savings. Yo, my dude. Like people, it's sickening how much people are spending on food that they don't need to. Mm. Like all it takes is a little bit of time from your day, right? A little bit of discipline. And you can save mad money. Could you imagine spending $36 times five days? That's 180 That's 180 Yeah. And then you guys are going to Mama Juana's on the weekends. You guys are going, where else are these people going? Going to Locksmith. Okay, I don't even know going, where that, what that is. Irish exit. What? what? What's that place on Flatbush Bay? Woodlawn? What's the, what's the place? The one where all them hood shows be shooting at Woodlawn, and then you got Fort Greene and all these other places. Yep. So let's say, let's just 180 that. You know what I'm saying? You put 200 on a weekend? I say so. If you're doing the brunches and the nighttime and all that. Cause you gotta, get a, gotta, gotta get an outfit, too. <laughs> gotta get an outfit. Gotta, gotta, gotta order that Amazon Prime to arrive on Friday. You return it on Sunday. Right. So... <laughs> So you had that two hundred. That's three eighty a week, right? Right. Three eighty right. times four, bruh. Fifteen twenty a month. That's crazy. That's kind of wild. That's crazy. Meanwhile, I right, one thirteen for the groceries. That'll get us through Monday through Friday without trying to stretch it, right? Then on the weekends. Might get something crazy. Might hit up the wing spot for the lemon pepper Jones. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Or might go somewhere crazy. Get a whole smorgasbord or whatever. But throughout both days of the weekend, it will not surpass $60, right? Boom. Plus 60. Now we at 173. You feel me? 173 times four. 692. Okay. The other joint was like 15 something. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. It was two and a half. <sighs> All that partying, boy. <laughs> y'all out here living your best lives right now. Those nights at uh, Inwood Bar and Grill do hurt sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. I wasn't trying to give y'all a little crash course, but man, getting old. If you ain't getting smarter as you're getting older, I don't know why you're living, okay? You know, those get smarter when they get older? Who? Battle rappers. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> Some of them ain't, though. <laughs> you know, Some of them are working harder instead of smarter out there. You know who else gets smarter with the time? Who? 
our supporters. Oh, that's right. Man, shout out to all of our loyal listeners. All of them. They always throw in some of the best questions whenever we do some of these kind of episodes. We Word. love to survey shit from them. And uh, we decided, you know, we'll do an episode for you guys. Me and Vlad in the studio. Yeah, man. Let's talk to the people. The people. Them. Today we're hopping in the Twitter bag. France, one of these days we're going to hop into the Reddit bag. Mm. All right. We're going to need to hop into the Reddit bag and see what them freak bowls are talking about down there in Reddit. But today we are in our Twitter bag. Frenchie, kick it off, my brother. Shouts to King Chandler. Word. He asks us. The importance of a powerful social media presence in today's battle rap and some of the benefits that come with that. Also, who are some battlers that aren't social media heavy that you would like to see taking advantage of it more? Much respect, as always. Shouts to you, brother man. Much respect, much love, as always. Uh, I'll start with this, Vlad. One battler I want to see utilize social media more. Uh huh. Off top, Jerry West. Absolutely. Jerry West, he's been putting it down. He's been We've talked it... about the email address he uses. It's oh. kind of crazy. Should we blow it up? We're not going to do all that. All right. <laughs> we, know, we know what's up. And we know that you're behind on the times, man. But I will, to Jerry's Are you credit... out here living what you're rapping? It's not, that's not how battle rap works. You're not supposed to be living what you're rapping. And you're supposed to put it, you know. <laughs> to Jerry's credit, though, yeah. I've been seeing him on Instagram more. He's posting memes. You know, he's on Twitter more now. He's trying to do more engagement. So he's listening, you know. So it's going to take some time. Hey, we, we, had Jerry, we had Jerry on the pod. And he was, he was comfortable. Man, he was comfy. So I think people really got a chance to see his personality and see, oh, Jerry's a cool dude. Shout like, out to Tim for the Jerry D. Con. Big shout out, man. Big shout out to Tim. So now, you know, he's like, hey, okay, I get it, man. I need to be on social media more. And he has been on social media a little bit more. I got somebody who I'd like to see on social media, friends. So, show my wife, Coffee Brown versus First Lady Flames. Mm, She's like, man, both of these ladies were on fire. Um, But she really enjoyed Lady Flames writing, right? So, you know, forced us to do some investigation and see, what's up with her? What's her Twitter? Someone found it. Damn. I can't even remember who found it. That sounds crazy having to say that someone found it. it. It shouldn't be a mission. Right. She hasn't tweeted since 2016. Oh, boy. And she just had a great battle. And now people are checking out her old battles. But there's no way to contact you or to, interact with you on Battle Rap's biggest platform. Yeah. So, so now I would like to see her be more on social media because she is... She's a hybrid, and she's a great puncher and a great setup writer also. And it's not just the guys. There's someone else out here who's doing it, who's representing the ladies from the hood, who seems genuine to the article. But people won't know that or be able to get that vibe except for seeing your battles, and you don't battle that frequently. So now the importance of social media, right? It's kind of like... Guys, you're not in the old battle rap days where it's corner to corner, word of mouth. You don't have to worry about getting your your name out there by physically being out there. You can do it virtually, right? And you're an artist, so like you you're not joining an industry where you can be moms and popish and be like, oh, I'll build a clientele, I'll build a network, I'll build people locally. No, you're an artist. You have to optimize every way possible. One artist who comes to mind instantly is Ace Amin. 
And this guy has been utilizing social media since he hit the scene, whether it's through doing all kinds of internet radio shows, interviews with podcasts, dropping his own memes, taking advantage of that um, that showdown that they had at the face-off at Champion. I mean, dude, he's, he's been got... On, he's been on Champion multiple times. Hello. You know, so he's smart about the way he's utilizing social media and the people are generally interested in him. So it's like the perfect marriage. You know who else I think about? Who? I think about RX. Oh, just, yeah. Just a year ago, she had a battle out in Queens that nobody cared about. And a year later... Whole brand is developed. Right. Evolved. Evolved, man. And she's there and she's there at the right times. Tweets just enough. Posts just enough images. Still not using it as much as she could. Right. But just a little consistent. Let me get on this. Let me do this. Let me respond to people. Let me inquire. Let me let people know I'm out here. That makes a difference. Right. But so but friends, on the flip side, you know, we always gotta give people both tails of the tape. Social media can have a negative impact on you. Absolutely. If you're posting some stuff that people are just like, ah, this ain't it, or I don't want to see this, or this is just too much for me, and you're posting it all the time, if people want to hate on you and they already have a reason to hate on you, they're going to utilize that as a reason to hate on you even more. You know, what's understood ain't got to be said. Everyone is going to live their life and do what they want to do, but sometimes turning around that negative attention that one receives can be tougher than they think it might be. Cause once people have a perception of you, it's hard to shake that. So social media could also be a detriment to your career too. If you're utilizing it the wrong way. I want to give a couple of tips for social media handling. Go for it. Um, I'll read this off here from a, an article on Google. Identify your audience. After you outline your goals, you need to outline your target audience. Pro tip, everyone is not an audience. Mm, that's a fact. Be human. This is a big one. One of the worst mistakes on social media is coming off faceless with zero personality. In a modern age of transparency, people want to get to know you on a more personal level. Message. Seek relationships, not just followers. We can debate all day whether or not your follower count is a very... A very antic metric that said having a hundred followers that regularly engage with you and your content is more identifiable than having a 10,000 that ignore you. Exactly. We're giving you some gems. Exactly. (laughs) Create a calendar. Oh yeah. So there's a couple more tips. I guess the rest is more administrative at this point, but it's not hard. You just got to, and you got to be consistent, I feel like. And more importantly, this is the last thing. <clears throat> People talk about negativity with content on the internet, right? And listen, there's, there's certain things you just can't run away from. It's going to pop up in your face. Someone's going to retweet it. Someone's going to put something you don't want to oh, see. Oh, yeah. You're going to read things that you don't want to respond to, whatever. But at the end of the day, you have the choice. You have the power. Why be mad about somebody's poster tweets when you can choose to not subscribe to it? You can mute you can mute certain words that will just never pop up. So that's why when I see people just jumping out and jumping on other people's timelines and hating or, oh, these people got to do this or these people got, you can choose to ignore this stuff. And guess what? Whatever you give life to continues living. So if you want to really cancel something out, just don't talk about it at all. Don't even mention it. So 
that's my tip, man. Instead of getting frustrated and jumping on people's timelines, it ain't worth it. Mute them. Don't dispute them. We'll have to probably circle back and do a nice little social media one-on-one. Word. Because, yo, there was a rapper that was hating on another rapper on my timeline. And, yo, there's one thing I don't tolerate. Keep your beefs, pause, on your own timelines. Yo, like, don't jump on... I'm trying to keep this thing battle rap and positive. All that flim flam and tongue wrestling, like keep give, that on give, your own timeline. I give so much credit to Avocado, and I want to know how does he do it. Like his audience is so positive because that's what he. I mean, that's what he brings to the table. You know, but everybody like, that puts up battle rap content somewhere, there's always gonna have to be somebody, right? But when you see an avocado, no, like there's it, gotta be avocado haters out there. We no, just, no, we they exist. They exist, them. but like. When you're watching a live stream of Ruin Your Day, they're like, there's nobody there that's like, controlly. <laughs> the comments are pretty clean. I'm like, damn, yo, he has a pretty good community. Yeah, yeah, Well, you know, shout out to him, man. And shout out to us for having a pretty good community, man. We should... Oh, shout out to our degenerates and our supporters, they man. Keep us, they keep us sharp, Let's bro. Let's keep the ball rolling. Shout out to King Chandler. Word. Gray Hoodie Riss. Riss is Frog. Shout out to you. Riss Frogs. Who should Lux battle next? Oh, Vlad might be surprised at my answer. Who? Coming up. Francel answers a question to <laughs> set Vlad's <laughs> alert off. <laughs> I think Lux should battle JC. Oh. And you know, I was kind of like, we're on Nidian. Lux would be amazing. Right? You know me. Yeah. It would. It would. I, I, Why do you pick JC? I, I feel like. Sooner or later, Older Lux and Murder Mook are going to get in the volume room. Mm. The volume room very much attracts them. Mm-hmm. They're interested into it. They'll come down. They'll do whatever they got to do to get in the volume. So now you're going to say, who do you throw against Loader Lux in the volume? And I guess we're just the way things are going. You still give it to JC because when JC went on that run, top five 2017. Right. The following year, ups and downs, still top five. This year, He's doing some top five shit, bro. Sure so is. if he at least makes the top five, he'll be the only battle rapper to make a top five. Three years in a row. Three years in a row. All right. Now it's still a good battle. I think JC has climbed back up. We put and we put out a Twitter poll. Remember who yeah. people want to see between JC Rum against Lux? It was dead even. I mean, those are the two people that people want to see. But it was yeah. dead even. So, so either the, one, you can't go wrong. So that means Rum has built the demand, and that also means JC never lost it. Right. Yeah, people are people are interested again. And I think here's my thing. Whether JC was slipping here or there, I think there's certain matchups where you give the people the time, they're already motivated for one another. I don't care if JC was on a seven match losing spree. You say Lux is the next battle, we're gonna get some amazing shit. Cause that one has its own storyline already built in. That's a fact. And you know, it but- ain't like he ain't been been running through ideas in his mind here or there whenever it's come across. So just to, just gonna to get, have him in a crosshair. Just look at the context of the question, right? Because I think I answered, "Who do I want to see?" Yeah. He asked, "Who should Lux battle next?" Oh, okay. So I guess that's two different things. So should maybe it should be Surf. Yeah, of course it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. They were supposed to battle anyway. Mm-hmm. The storyline is already built in. They probably already they have got a bars bit of for each other, and now Surf is making a promotion out of it that people are excited about. Hey. It I, makes sense. Sound like Surf on a multi battle deal. <laughs> He's on that get me out of here deal. <laughs> I love it. 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 I love
love it. Facts. Okay, this one's a tough one. I'm going to throw this one to Vlad. All right. Shout out to Welcome to Battle Rap. He asks, why is Battle Rap so unprofessional and uncustomer service oriented? Oh, because Battle Rap is still graduating from being some hood shit into some real shit. We're almost there. And I feel like sometimes we still operate on a homie level because we still want to feel like it's still raw like that. Like we haven't gone corporate. We're still doing things the way that we want to do it. But ultimately, when you have people signing up for pay-per-views, you got people signing up for apps, you got people dedicating chunks of their lives to you, like you got to be responsible to them, you know. And it's a thing where we're paying for this. So now we expect it. If we're turning on boxing and someone is not going to be fighting that night, we want to know they're not going to be fighting that night. You know what I mean? And we expect the stream to run well. So when it doesn't run well, we're going to be upset because if we ordered a pay-per-view boxing match, that's what we want to see. So on one hand, I feel like, you know, people always give us a break. We're just getting started. We're this, we're that. And then time goes by. And then like, we're just never, ever supposed to voice our opinion on things that we want. You know, like we don't have to be disrespectful, but you know, we sometimes just accept less in battle rap. Thank you. And it's like, we don't have to, you know, there was a, a battle that came out on a respected league. The audio was trash. The video was trash. And I'm like, this shouldn't happen. Like we shouldn't have to accept this. You know exactly. what I mean? So I think we got to ex- expect better and accept better. And I think the more that the supporters put that out there, the leagues will have to start listening to you and they'll start to have making these ha- these things happen. So that's my take on it, friends. For me personally, it's like now we're in a more advanced era. We're offering pay-per-view and we're getting more technical. And if you're going to jump on the more technical side instead of just promoting an artist, selling tickets and doing a YouTube route, you got to learn these things. right? You got to learn how to deal with people because the people are, are what's going to make your, your league, your company move especially in this industry of battle rap the fans will move everything so one thing for sure two things for certain you can invest in customer service it's not hard you can build i don't know why leagues don't build teams already like they don't have uh you want you want your league to get marketing you have the direct person for marketing you want your league to have this they're directly for that you can easily go on, like, a Fiverr, any of these, like, freelance websites. You can get yourself a live chat agent for your website. If you have pay-per-view or VOD issues, they can do technical support. You probably get it for less than $100 a day, Vlad. Yeah. They also have the features where you could set up the live chat on a website. They'll go to somebody's phone directly. Right. There's no excuse. That's what I'm saying, There's bro. There's no excuse. There's no excuse for any of this. That's what I've been saying. Can't expect, can't accept anything. Shout out to Welcome to Battle Rap. So moving on. Have another here Twitter mailbag from Dusty Sargent. Okay. At Gravity01. Does Ilmac have a good case for being the GOAT? Uh yeah. Why wouldn't he? Vlad. He's been around through multiple eras. Freestyle era. We thought that was over. He transitioned to the written era. We thought maybe he had his heyday in that era. Guess what, friends? He's still shooting at a high percentage right now. 
He hasn't lost since he lost the chain. You know, the only thing that's missing, friends, is I, he has to. I know what's missing. What's missing? All that's missing is the debut on the league. Hello. Just, you know, the league. Hello. Three letters. You know, Starts you, with U, ends with L. Which he won't take. Mm. What'd you say? Say which which he won't take. He won't take an L. <laughs> Facts. He hasn't taken L's. His career is built off wins. You know, for the few people in battle rap that have the integrity and care about wins and and records and and tournaments and accolades and he's up there off rip because there's not a lot of data. There's not a lot of things available to present to a battle rapper. Like if you put them all on a stat sheet, you can't even measure it all the same because different time spans, different eras, different leagues, different events. But when battle rap was prevalent in a certain period of time, he was the man. He was the best in the world at the time. So that's, that's something to be recognized. That's why I like judge matches. The timestamps history. Will his legacy get questioned? I don't think so. Will they rank with number one? Not always. But he's in the conversation. And that's all that matters at this point. To get in the conversation because alongside Ilmac, there's at least 10 to 15 other people that are amazing in this, in this, in this battle rap thing you could put over him. Right. And I think what we have to remind some folks is that battle rap is global. It's worldwide. There are many different pockets in battle rap. And he's touched a few of those pockets. All right. It's not just one thing. It's not just the urban side of battle rap, which we both come from. And, you know, it's, it's the side that we'll always go back to no matter what. Facts. But we do realize that there are people who love this style and love that style and love that style. And if somebody can do their thing at an above average to elite level across all genres of battle rap, you got to respect that and throw him in the category. That's a big fact. Word. That is a big fact. I'd like to shout out. Shout out Dusty Sergeant for that one. Much love. Taking a question from one of our degenerates in the Slack. Yeah. So he told me to ask Vlad, why does Vlad hate Rum Nitty so much? Oh, man. That is a lie. Vlad does not hate Rum Nitty at all. Matter of fact, Vlad got big love for Rum Nitty, all right? He is an elite wordsmith, perhaps the best with the pen right now. People are arguing this, friends. Rum Nitty is the best puncher, and if he ain't number one, he's number one B, so they say. But right now, I think he's unequivocally the best puncher right now. I don't hate Rum Nitty at all. Mm-hmm. I just like to keep it pure. And mm-hmm. I call the battles how I see them. And Nitty Nation hates the way I see a lot of these battles and they disagree with me. So we always get this back and forth going. Mm-hmm. And then, you Are know. Are you just overly critical? No, not at all. Uh, not at all. Because I give him his props when he's fire all the time. Do I not? Yeah, you do. Exactly. So if the man chokes in a critical battle. Here we go. More than once. And then someone asked me, well, if he has a critical battle with this guy, what do I think is going to happen? And I say, well, according to the data. Oh, the- now we're using the data. And the. Uh, Romney is an eyeball test battle rapper, not a data battle rapper. 
Oh, oh, really? But so then it says you, the stat man. But then, but then you know what they say? Well, if you're reading the words after they've been transcribed, there's no way that this guy could have been better than Freddy. Absolutely not. Are you reading the words? Look at that soul for years, soul for years. Now the guy's talking about Pikachu. This is this is why this is why they this is why this is why they say you hate Romniti. This is why. This is why they say you hate Romniti. This is why. Okay, Shine. All he does is dance on the stage. All he does is the moon. It's okay if you want to. If you want to be Vlad Bayless, I'm fine with it. It's Meanwhile, K. Shine got all kinds of punches, and he's performing them out. But you know he's what? Switching flows, cadences, switching up the speeds, and 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 the people just disregard all of that. They disregard the fact that the man has bars, a pen, and elite performance and they just go well if you just read what Romney wrote <laughs> go, did you not hear what K-Shine said while he Vlad, acted Vlad, out Vlad to your credit come on hold on, hold on. Wait, wait wait this is this is to your credit Nitty Nation is a little off the scale because they haven't won the third round on the app oh and that's a damn lie <laughs> right but you know what's interesting about the about the the app card uh, the scorecard of it just the battle rap stats. He put out the, the 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 time frame and breakdown for the battle. Uh-huh. And on paper, it said Rum Nitty had a longer reaction time than Shine did in the third round. But that's because he's choking up there. So technically, all the cheering and clapping are that's <laughs> it's part reaction. That's reaction time. Right, it's reactions. So then I'm seeing more reactions on Rum Nitty's round, and that's because more things happen there. People, people want to disregard. People want to be like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, he's still barred on me. Mm-hmm. It's still a choke. The material. So if you guys, so if any, so if any of you guys try to say he won that round, you you qualify yourself out. Yo, on a whole, let uh, somebody choke against Rum Nitty though. Oh, boo! Get him <laughs> off stage! Come on, Nitty, get him, get him! Dude won't even get a chance to rap. Man. I'll say this much to you guys, right? Rum Nitty had an opponent choked. And I had him beating him, but he had to fight for that win on camera. Mm. When Rum Nitty chokes, oh yeah, I want to make it sound like he's debatably winning. Yeah, Where, where's the consistency there? Oh no, but he brought the material back. No, and he finished off strong after a two minute gap. Yeah, we timed it. Yeah, you know. So that's it, man. Nitty Nation, I got nothing against y'all. You know, I fully support Rum Nitty. He is amazing. Uh-huh. But we just call it how we see it. Mm-hmm. Your, wife, your wife doesn't agree. Oh, man. She's part of Nitty Nation also, man. Oh, she's part of Nitty Nation? Nah, nah, nah. Virtual high five for that. <laughs> Shouts to at low underscore CA. My main, my main, my main, my main, my main, main man. man. He has asked about the impact of the band. Impact. Ban has had on the PG process. Mm. I don't think it's really impacted the PG process all that much. If you were a PG who was going to shine, whether it was at the Honeycomb Hideout yeah. or somewhere else, you would shine. The only thing is, your battle will be shot immaculately. Like it'll look crazy no matter what. So either you're going to be ass and look good being ass, or you're going to be amazing and look good being amazing. I think personally, I look at it differently than you. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about what has the actual event done, like strictly correlation, like you, you ban to PG process, there's nothing there. 
If you talk about the trickle effects of band to the PG process, it's stepped it up to a whole nother level. Oh, okay, break it down. Because you're going to say to yourself, at the end of the day, we've had three bands. There's been PGs on all these bands. Who came out of these? Right? A couple names is like, okay, this person, this person, this person. But you're going to leave with these two names. Swamp and Ace I mean. Mm-hmm. And just getting those two guys out of three bands is worth it. I yeah. think. I think I think so. And more importantly, both those guys have laid a blueprint of, hey, once you get some light on you, you got to market your ass off. But see, so Swamp has already done like three PGs before he even got to band. So he was already he he already had the buzz, but it kicked off at band. You don't Ace think was, that would have happened somewhere else? But Ace was Ace was so then Ace at the very least then, right? You can't say Ace was Right. Yeah. He's a band baby. Yeah, he's a band baby. <laughs> From the band draft. He's a band baby. <laughs> Serves a URL baby. He's a band baby. You're born legacy baby. I'm a summer man. <laughs> but Yeah, no, he got it straight from band. So I think I think he's trickled it because now being a But pe- wait a minute, but didn't his battle hit YouTube Matt early though? Did Right. His That's se- different. His second battle didn't drop on YouTube yet. Right. Though. He got that first one out there, though. But then again, they got guys no, who are dropping. But, they did, but they are some PGs that are a, dropping on YouTube now a, that we're not talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So. But if a PG battle drops on YouTube, it's because the demand for it is there. So there's that. Well, not of late. They kind of changed that business model around a little bit lately. It's just been. <laughs> well, hey. now we have the app. When he dropped, there was no app. The right, time. right, right. Now it's like, so, hey, get what you like. <laughs> we had to drop these anyway. But I just, I just feel like they. Like direct, like PGs probably feel like there's a way to become a main stage battle rapper. Like there's like a uh, a manual for it, and there isn't. So they see the process and they're wondering like, oh, it's, it's hard for us. What's going to change? No, you got to look at the people that have made it out the PGs and what have they done versus opposed to the actual process. You know Gladys. what I think? It, one area where it might help them just a little bit is that I might be coming to check out the one-offs and the main stages. Yeah, but I might be like, oh, you know. I might come early and check out a couple of these cats in the PGs. Mm-hmm. Might, as opposed to the people who were going to check you out anyway are going to come to check you out. Now here's a chance to get a few extra more eyes on you and make some in-house fans a little bit quicker. That's a fact. That's a direct thing that you can measure right there. So I feel like there, there, there's just been a little trickle effect because of who has come out, who's come out from Ban and what was the blueprint they've laid. So Ban in that essence is like, that's the, the first domino effect for it all. Yeah. So I'll give him that credit. Right, right. But we but we need we uh I don't know. Just the PG process as a whole is a whole different it's a whole different animal. Mm-hmm. But uh shout out to the Jesus he also asked, touching on Ben as well. He says what, Jesus. what do we think about Ben as a whole? We've talked about this. It's time to take a break. The concept is dope. Well, the original concept I thought was pretty dope. Um, but now it's it's happening too soon in the same venue. We've had like three of them in a six-month process. I think the MCs are getting a little tired being there. The, two times out of three, they've been in fights. Yeah, they've been in, in fights. The turnouts have been getting less and less. And the quality of the battles have been... You know, depleting. So now it's kind of like... And whatever you, whatever drinks you're serving to the fans are ruining their brains. <laughs> event by event by event. Yo, these recaps have been crazy. These, re- these band three in the building recaps looking rough. Ugh. 
one out of eight are correct. Shout out to Tone, bro. I'm looking at you, Tone. <laughs> what was you doing out in band? Mr. Capo. I know what I did band one. I kept, I kept it cool. Word. No, but, um, it's just been too much. And I think we just need a break from it. And the other thing I think too is that let's keep it quiet. Like when they announced who the battles were going to be that day, it was just kind of like, ah, oh, you took away, you know, the hype that was supposed to be on Twitter and all that. But, that's when the business comes in and you got to make that paper. But I think they could definitely take a little break, let people miss it, and then come back to it. It's just been too much lately. Shout outs to at Mr. Underscore J, Flo Joel Flowers. Ah, my, yes, main, my main, my main, my main, man. My main, man. He threw us three of them things. Three so of them. I'm going to ask all three. We're going to break them all down each one by one. Let's do it. it. says, is 2019 already cemented as the best year in battle rap? What else would it take with half of the year left to future prove that this was the best year in battle rap? And if it isn't, in your opinion, what year is better and why? Mm. Three of them things. Three of them things. So let's start with this. Is 2019 already cemented as the best year in battle rap? I want 2019 to finish before I will touch that statement. Exactly. Not, to be politi- not to be politically correct and brush it off, but I want to be able to judge the full 12 months of the year because... And we still got a whole quarter. We still, still got a whole quarter left. So you we know? can't judge it just yet. And last time around this year, we, we were coming off of uh, Summer Madness 7 mm-hmm. and Red Breeds. There was still Summer Madness 8, yep. Strike 2.0, yep. a couple band secret matches being shot. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then you had the... King of the Dot decade. Then you had J-Mills and K-Shine. Then you had K-Shine and Geechee Gotti to end off. Volume 3. Volume 3 had so much little quarrels. Turnman is 8. Exactly. The All-Star game. Yep. So things ended well, but that's not to say that'll happen this year. Or things could end even better this year. So Thanks. we got to wait and see. Um, All I know, for example, like just off the top of the head, we you know the road to traffic is going to be traffic. Yeah, they got this Philly card announced. Yo, if Cassidy gets crazy, then that's going to be good for battle rap. So we don't, one. and we don't know if that's going to happen, but that can contribute to it. Oh did my God! The, here comes wait, the dude on, did, that came did from. You just, did you just cut off my chance to say the list of future events to to praise Cassidy just now, Mister Chicken? <laughs> 5,002 and 0. Yes, but I'm talking about events. The GOAT. You had to just put your Cassidy love in there. Come on, man. Listen, man. That's the GOAT, brother. And he's coming back October 6th, allegedly. So, supposedly. Town Business 2. Town Business 2, for sure. All-Star Game USA. USA. Yeah, yeah. Then you know we're going to get some kind of volume action going on. The Decade card. We don't decade, even know what the Decade, decade card, card is. is. What if Debo throws something crazy together again for the Facts. ladies and then More it legacy. takes off? Listen, this could you this, imagine if Debo puts out two like this misfit battle is going to get to a million? What if he puts out another battle, you know, another event, and there's another battle out there where it starts taking off, and now the ladies start taking off, and that's part of the 2019 legacy? Hey, we don't know. We don't know. So it's, uh, I'm gonna come back uh, December 31st, 2019, to answer is 2019 already cemented best year? Yeah. What else would it take? Um, damn, we were just, just listening to all these events pretty much of what would it take. We'll, we'll need another crazy set of wild events, we need things to happening. to smoke Arsenal or have a classic. By September, <laughs> we'll know who's the solid top five. Right. Then it becomes a race between those five guys. Yeah, everybody else is. And just... you start arguing, what can number five do to be number one? Right. What can number four do to be number two? And then, you know, 
we got to do a revisit to Volume Three at some point. Volume Three was a really big card. Yeah, let's like, do it, man. So I came in for a Volume Five. Mm. I have a feeling it's gonna be crazy. Has to be. You gotta end off the year crazy. You have to. Have to. And okay, if it isn't one of the best years, what year is better and why? Yo, man, staying up on Thursdays to watch Total Slaughter every week on my TV. Twenty fourteen was a special year, yeah, and that was just an amazing year, man. Yeah, twenty twelve and twenty fourteen, it will always be the ghost years and thing in battle rap, and maybe like one of the nostalgic years, like two thousand nine. Those like three years. You'd be chasing ghosts. It's going to be really, really difficult to get that battle rap feel of those years. 2009 was like the modernization of everything. You're looking around like, oh, Grind Time, oh, URL, oh, Fight Club, oh, uh, St. Louis, Midwest, this is, this is that. Lions then. Then 2012 comes in when you have everything. You have this this first all-star PG clash, your second summer madness, your legends coming back, King of the Dot. Going crazy. At the time, King of the Dot was fighting URL, man. 2014. That's what I'm saying. 2014, you got the total slaughter. Mm-hmm. You got the math and disasters fiasco. Hey, you got Chilla Jones and Daylight. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, right, that right, right. There. You got you some Cassidy return towards the end of the year. You get oh, something, man, that's full. You get Gnome for. Oh, lit, man. You got a lot of. You got surfing here, man. That's the number one highest view battle on the channel. Hit, All 2014. So those three years are going to be ghost years for any years to come in battle rap because there's just so much to chase. But we're innovative this year, 2019. There's a lot going on. A lot of media lists, champion of the year, a lot of activities, new stars. So it's definitely one of the best. It's definitely one of the highest years for sure. Facts. Shouts to Lion Legacy at New Era Gentlemen. He's a degenerate for sure. Thank you for always repping LTBR podcast, my brother. What's your thought? Oh, another question on bandwidth. So you could revert back to that one. But he also dropped. Oh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. He said, do you think it should go back to the element of surprise? Okay. Clearly, yes, for sure. 100%. For sure. Who was everyone's top five favorite battlers this year? Who would you guys like to see on a Smack Volume 5? Yes. Oh. All right. So who was... Our top favorite battlers. Favorite. So this is not ranking. This is not nothing else. This is favorite. Let's go, Vlad. Let's do it. Favorites. I've been uh, enjoying Hitman's work this year. I, I loved, have Hitman as well. I loved how he went at it with Bill and then the two on twos. I'll say a name and you say a name back. All right. Go ahead. So I got we'll, we'll I have Hitman. Hitman. Uh, Pat Stay. Definitely is in my top five favorites oh, this year. yeah. I've been enjoying Ilmac's work. Ilmac. I like that pick. I'll return your pick with Av. I'm enjoying Av's oh, year. Yeah. Um. I have been enjoying. Who? <laughs> You're watching Justin <laughs> JC. That's like some Justin Rum Nitty to Vlad. <laughs> no, no. I've still been enjoying K Shine's year. Yeah, you have. Yeah. You have. You mentioned it a lot. Yeah. I one up on you with that one. You know, Rum Nitty got to be in my favorites. Of course. Nitty of Nation. Course. <laughs> <laughs> Geechee, obviously, he's still been rocking out. You know, Geechee's an obvious. I've been, this is going to surprise you, Chef Trez. Yeah. He has converted me this year. And I'm going to surprise you too, the saga. The saga's on my list too, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. Yo, the Chronic Beater is one of my favorite down there. <laughs> he... I don't know. Violent Saga. He's don't allow this producer. You call him a chronic beater. Don't allow this. 
he's totally like, I don't know, man. He stopped all the things that I didn't like about his style, and his punches are crazy. I think he's still got room for improvement, obviously. But this year has been a breakout year for him. I am now, I rock with Saga. I rock with Saga too, yo. Word, I rock with Saga, Violent Saga. I mean, it's kind of crazy, but hey, this is battle rap. You know what I mean? I rock with it. He had one of the best bars for me this year. That oh, yeah, Brown yeah. bar was just too crazy. That was, that was crazy. You put on that night. Who would you guys, guys like to see on a Smack Volume 5? I'm going to surprise you. I want to see Reed Dollars in a small room. I want to see it. I want to see Danny Myers versus Ace Amin in a small room. Oh, yeah. He did say that. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Now I want to see Los on Rex in the Volume Five. They marketed that, so Los on. Oh yeah, that's true. They're already pushing that one. Oh, I didn't see Jerry West get it in the Volume. Yeah, Jerry West and JC Volume Five. Oh, that would be nice, man. I'd I'd like to see that one. I would like to see that. I'll, I'll switch it up. If not JC, we think of Jerry West versus the Saga. That's a good one too. That's a crazy one too. I want to see Surf in the Volume. I want to see Surf versus Iron in a volume, honestly. That would be nice. I want to see Surf in a volume because I feel like he could adjust his writing. And I listen, you don't get to be at a level where Surf is at by not being a creative writer, by not being a good writer. You now eliminate the fans and you allow Surf to fully perform as if this is some kind of like you know, like a monologue almost because now you're capturing the attention. All of your peers are standing there and he has that ability to lock everyone in. And I think people will underestimate how he can change his writing and actually show you, oh no, I can do all this other, this shit that y'all like, I could do this all day long and I'm going to still give you surf at the end of the day. So I'd like to see him in a volume. I want to see Tay Rock in a volume. Mm, One Punch Rock. I'd like to see that. I put this out. This is a, a, an acquired taste. I want to see Goods and Young Ill in a volume. Interesting. That sounds like a throwback battle. One of those few last throwback grudges. Well, it's not even a grudge, but one of those last few throwback should have happened battles. Yeah. You know, Young Ill raps, raps. And now we, we, we've been saying Goods in the volume. Hmm. Can he hang? Why not? Let's see we, it. You know, you question it. Let's see it. There's a lot of different matches I want to see for volume five. I know it's going to be heavy. It's going to be stacked heavy. So, I just hope it comes with the narrative driven, you know what I'm saying? Because last volume had four of the top five guys. Hell yeah. Come Think on, about man. that. Four of the, of the top five guys were on the last card of the year. That, you know how much that shakes shit up? You know Boss Man Beasley is conjuring up the plan right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's in the basement somewhere with the, with the sun visor on, yeah. man, and the spectacles and... He got the chrome dome going and, and, and the beard growing in, and he's formulating that plan, bro. I'll let you read the next question from oh. Top Tier Pod. Oh, yo, this question sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shout out to Top Tier Podcast. That's our brother in the commission, my dude. This first sentence you wrote sounds crazy now that I'm reading it back. All right. Besides asking France, when does he want to rematch with me so he can tie things up? 
Hey, yo! That sounds crazy, B. Stop drinking that Flint water. That sounds <laughs> crazy. <laughs> you keep hitting DME's bar up, man, and seven miles, drinking all that Patron, man. You sound wild right here. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to move on from that. Do you fellas feel like certain stipulations slash agreements should be automatically added to contracts? If so, what are some you would like to see? I 100% agree. It's just I wish I knew what the full contract would have. Like I wish there was a way to be transparent with. So we as like media just know what's the details of the contract as far as time limits, things to be docked, things that's not supposed to be happening, limitations. Like, it would really make our job, believe it or not, much easier. And you'll know people like us, Top Tier Pod, they, they, we will really analyze and break down stuff like, oh, contract information. This is going to happen, so the battle should be X amount of weight. And this neither here or there. Uh, I want to see, like, the league owner kind of, like, make sure when somebody's talking through rounds, yo, cut that shit, yo. Like, I'm thinking about, like, Sway 7 Bad News. Like, I was just annoyed by it. Because, like, it almost looked like Sway was trying to pull that little sorcery vet trick. Mm -hmm. And when you don't know how to do it right, it looks cringy. So that's one thing I would love to see. What about you? Uh, If somebody signs for, like, a 3-4 battle deal. I want to know. I'm dying to know. It just lets, listen, man, it just steps the game up. You go, hey, man, this is URL, and we've got XYZ signed for a four-contract deal. You know how much content we can create if we find out Chilla Jones signs a three-deal battle with URL after losing the King of Dot Chain? Right. We could be like, oh, who's Chilla Jones going to battle? Hello. Is Chilla going to battle this person? Is Chilla going to battle this person? And we create so. And not only that, the battle rappers themselves get a chance to survey out their contract. I don't know if they sign these contracts like with the opponents ahead of time right. or just saying, you have three matches, we will book it case-by-case basis. I also love to know because then you get to be like, oh, everybody's talking. You know, there's demand for this. I didn't know there was demand for this, but now there's demand for exactly. this. Exactly. So it just sets up a situation where you get more people talking about the sport. You get more people amped up and you can see what the people like, just like you said, Fran. So I just like to know Yo, in, in the NBA, how many contracts they're We're looking at for. contracts. We're like, this person got two years, this person got five years. And we're talking about their free agency from the future. Right. And to think about it, they're like, oh, homeboy got one battle left. After this battle, who's going to swoop in? Will it be Gannick? Will it be Rodney? You know what I'm saying? Like, or is the person just going to double back up with the Empire? Like, what's the deal? So it just makes things a little bit more interesting. It just gives it a little bit more flair. And, you know, everybody loves a little theater in battle rap. So we know Ballman Beely, he love him some theater. So why not, man? Let's get into it. That's a big fact. And the one thing that we don't want to know, I don't want to know how much these guys are getting paid. Yeah, we, we don't care for the, the dollar so amount. I'm just putting it out there yeah, so that, yeah. you know, we didn't put it out there. We don't want to know the dollar amount. I hope you fellas are getting as much money and ladies as you can from these leagues. And I hope the leagues is making as much money as they can also. I hope but, everyone is winning. But, we we don't don't want to but for us to properly commentate and, and break down certain things and also educate people that are listening, we would like to know what are the time limits. What are some of the limitations? What is this going on? Right, because sometimes we'll watch a battle and we'll go, oh, I think they got rap short or this guy's rapping. Too. But what if they're contracted for X amount of time? We don't know this. And we're like 
deducting points or whatever for someone rapping shorter. Meanwhile, they're rapping to you the would, actual time. You would probably help increase regulation by putting out the time limits. Not even keeping time, just putting them out. Because think about it. Because they don't have to go, yo, what's the time limit on this? Right. How many times do we see two battlers get up there and the 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 owner's asking, what's the time limits on this? And they yeah, they don't know. Or like, well, How K, do you like not K, know? Like K-Shine and Hitman, I guess they like had like three minutes on their contract and they both misinterpreted where one person wrote two, three minutes. <laughs> one person wrote a minimum of three minutes. Right. So now it's like one person's loaded with clips and this person is... Just just got just enough amount of bullets right. to last them. So, I mean, that'll help you guys just figure it out and keep things orderly, you know. I know. So, what I would like, yeah, stipulations that should be on there, show up to the venue on time with everything that you need, you know, at a specific time. That should definitely be a stipulation because if that happens, guess what? Uh, T-Top and Briz get to battle in North Carolina. You feel me? So simple things like that that aren't in there, those type of stipulations should be there. Oh, you're not ready to go? Guess what? If you're not ready to go within X amount of time of when your battle is supposed to start, you don't get to go. You forfeit, the other people get paid, you don't. Put a stipulation like that. Let's get these uh, events running off on time so we don't get any main events that don't happen. Also on to the Twitter mailbag. This is actually an email bag right oh, here. Oh, okay. Let's Shout go. out to Aaron Joyner. He talked about a question he had here. Could you talk about leagues trying to innovate? Your personal favorite innovations in battle rap in terms of video and stage production. How does that affect the battler if it does? Oh, yeah. That's the other me, I'll, gi- <laughs> I'll give you one. When Fight Club brought out that pool table... And the visual of that table with the money on the table, everyone around it. It's like it's stamped in your brain that that is Fight Club. You know, from a visual, just a creative content from there. That was one of the things that for me just seeing was just like, yo, this is fire right here. I haven't seen it before. Like, I mean, you know, little Philly things used to do it here and there. But the way they had it all set up, like visually, that was like, that is dope. That was a part of battle history that visually I won't forget. I think about uh video and stage production. You guys think about band off rip, man. Band has created a really nice little secret element to things. I just wish it would go back to the secret one-offs, the invitation only one-offs. Yeah. Cause that definitely adds on to the secrecy of it. But no, the way it's shot is amazing for yes. sure. You know what? The bunker. I missed the bunker. Yo, looking at the bunker, and the way those battles are shot, crazy. When Avocado was showing um, the Massacre, the Bay Joints and stuff like that, like that was a crazy, uh, the way that looked. Um, when they finally switched over to the uh, high-definition cams with Tez mm. versus Marv. Yeah. Like that was like, whoa, this is fire. Yo, to support uh, Battle America, low-key, their visuals... Or low-key blueprint for a lot of the stuff that's going on right now. When they were shooting the two angle scenes going back and forth from the same direction and stuff like that. And then the way that the graphics came down at the beginning. the And the little sound effects that was going on. People sleep. But that Battle America, shout out to them. Like they created something dope with that. They kind of like 
put the little spark in everyone's ear like, yo, you can add sound effects, you can add graphics and all this and that. Of course, if we're going to shout out that lane, we got to shout out John Doe. You know what I mean? I black, wish there was now. Now you're saying guys. all this, making me wish there was a directory where I could see a bunch of list of names. Directed by who? Directed by who or edited by who? Right. Oh. Word. No, that would definitely be fire. And then who else? Um, Yo, you know what? While we're at it. Shout out to the dudes like Big Cheese. The dudes that used to do the remixes and Big all that. Cheese, yep, I yep. got the burner. You know, no, I, I got, got the burner. burner. Yo, yeah. that gives a battle life within itself where someone may not even have known that you're a battle rapper and just saw that pop up somewhere online and all of a sudden, oh, let me check Bill Collector out or whatever. So all the guys who were doing the remixes. And nowadays you got guys who are doing... um. The, all the comedy stuff with all that man that'd be cracking me up shout out to deleted gang and um there's one other dude oh i forgot his name but i'll catch him on another time man but yeah things like that i feel like keep the game going and keep it fun and keep battle rap going outside of just the battle that's a fact man man shout out to all the supporters man the twitter mailbag it was a fun one. Word, man. Shout out to everybody on Twitter. All you degenerates in the Slack. We will see y'all soon. And everybody, man, who supports Let's Talk Battle Rap, log on to letstalkbattlerap.com, and we will see you guys soon. Peace.